It's a life-changing message by the Reverend Sam Crunchy Ankara. I want you to know that in life, anything that has imitation or fake version simply means there is the original. And simply because there is the original, which is why there is the fake version or the imitation version. And so what people do to confuse consumers is to try and look at how the original is and then try to do the original in their own ways, in their own terms. If it is toothpaste. So they would do from certain markets that I don't want to mention, they would do a fake version of Pepsodent or Colgate. And they will use ingredients that by the time you finish one toothpaste of Pepsodent, the fake one, instead of getting bright and healthy teeth, you will get toothache all over the place. Fake. Somebody say fake. No, I didn't hear you. Somebody say fake. Say, abide and effect spirit in the name of Jesus. So, dollar bills, city bills, pound bills, there are originals and then there are counterfeits or imitations or fake. In America, when you go to the counter to buy something with cash, the young girl there has a certain pencil or pen. I don't know what that is. He would just scratch the bill. And if it is original, the scratch will show a certain color. If it doesn't show the color, she will ask you, um, excuse me, uh, one minute. She's going behind. You better run away. Because behind, uh, no, police, 911. Oh, Jesus Christ. And, and as, for, as for white people, when they're arresting you, they don't arrest you like the Ghana police. Hey, what? You, pow, you are thief. Hey, boom. So, the pound bill, the dollar bill, just by a scratch, they will be able to tell by the color of the scratch whether the dollar bill that you are presented is counterfeit, fake, or original. In the same way, because the devil recognizes your desire to seek God, you have questions on your heart. You are looking for answers. Lord, why? Why is it that every June in this particular time, something happens to me, some evil? It's, I've noticed my life in the last six years, and it's been happening. Lord, why? Why? Lord, why is it that this particular subject, I can pass and continue with my education? Lord, why is it that any man that comes my way, relationship doesn't last one year, and then it has to stop, and I am, now I am 42 years. Lord, why? There are, there are questions on your heart, and you are looking for answers, and the devil knows that. Now, in your quest and your desire to look for answers, you then tend to the supernatural. Somebody says supernatural. You tend to the spiritual because you don't understand what is happening to you in your marriage. You don't understand what is happening to you in business. This particular business you have tried many times, it doesn't work. You go and attend an interview and everybody on the panel says to you, oh, you did very well. It, it was very, you know, somewhere, somehow, when they are going to employ people, they never employ you. And you don't understand. And you are seeking answers through the supernatural, through spiritual link to the God who created you, to the God that you pray to on the altar every day to the God you worship. He, he must provide the answer. Lord, why? What is happening? Is there anything wrong with me? Is there any curse I need to break? Is there anything I'm doing wrong? So in your quest for answers, then the devil takes advantage and the devil now brings you counterfeit, fake and imitations of the voice of God through prophecies 
which you call prophecy and so on and so forth. Sometimes you are a genuine seeker. You, you really want to seek. And the devil takes advantage and then you fall into the hands of someone else who then leads you astray and then destroys your life and your future. Because of this desire to know God's will, because of this desire to know God's counsel, like, like, like you, for example, you didn't want to make a mistake. So you waited and you prayed. Finally, somebody brought you to me to seek the face and the counsel of God. Then I spoke one, two things, and I told you one, two things to look out for. And there you are. Can I hear somebody say amen? amen. Clap your hands and say, devil, you are a liar. You will never give me anything fake. So, is it because there is a toothpaste which is fake on the market, you have decided not to brush your teeth? You are angry. No. It is now your responsibility to go to the market to be able to differentiate the original from the counterfeit. You have to differentiate the original from the counterfeit and the fake. And buy the original and brush your teeth and keep your teeth healthy. Same with the realms of the spirit. The fact that there are fake prophets who are projecting evil instead of the word of God does not mean that there are no original and true prophets in the system. There are. And these teachings in this September will help you to be able to differentiate so you know which voice to follow. Who must prophesy into your life and who must not prophesy? Who must lay hands upon you and who must not lay hands? Where you must go and where you must not go? Who you must associate with and who you must not associate with? The word prophecy from the Greek word two words, pro and femi. P-R-O, pro, dash. Femi, P-H-E-M-I. Pro femi. Now, pro means forth, and femi means speak, declare. Speak or declare. Speak or declare. So the two words put together, prophecy means speak forth, declare forth. There are two types. Forth telling, F-O-R-T-H, forth telling, and then foretelling, F-O-R-E, telling. Now, the two are not the same. Forth telling, declare, speak forth. God says in that prophecy, the prophet must declare the situation as per the mind of God. He must not mince words. He must not adulterate the words. He must not 419 the words. He must not manipulate. He must declare it as it is present. Example, prophecy. Speaking forth, declaring forth. My children, Royal House Chapel, why have you left the oil dome unbuilt till now? And I rebuke the rich people in the church and the influential people who are sitting at the front row. Shame unto you that my house has not been built. And yet you have built your houses and you are sleeping in your houses. You are buying cars and you are changing cars. And my house has been left. Forth telling. Situation as it is. The proof is there. Then there is foretelling. The foretelling. Foretelling is declaring into the unknown, into the future. And, and that's amazing, Kaposekiria. Prophetic words from me have guided people. And when you hear testimonies, our prophetic word has guided people into their decision making and their destinies is amazing. There was one who said, anytime she remembered the prophecy that I gave her, then she said, this is not the prophecy I heard. 
This is not the counsel and the will of God. I refuse this particular situation. She pressed on. She fought. She pressed on. She fought. Finally, the prophecy came to pass. It's amazing. So, foretelling. Son, the Lord will have you know that before you were born, your future was already in his hands. And there is nothing you can do outside of the will and the counsel of God that you will succeed. You will become a lawyer. But you will become also a wealthy lawyer and you will be a teacher of the word of God. For I see you leading a people in God's presence and you are pastoring them and at the same time you are doing your corporate work. I see also coming to happen to you. That at a time of your life, maybe 15, 18 years from today, somebody will introduce you to a political guru in this nation who will start mentoring you to become a great person in this nation. I see you walking on the corridors of power. And I see your face on television. And I see you traveling around the nations of this world. Say yet the spirit of the Lord. This thing, this thing, the guy is now in school. What I have said to this one is physically, logically nonsense. <laughs> he doesn't understand anything. But God has gone ahead. How many years has God gone ahead of him? 18 years. Come on, you can't joke with God. I gave my pastor in IMC uh, London prophecy some 24 years ago. He has the prophecy. He has measured all the seven prophecies. Every one of them has come to pass. Every one of them. Seven. In these teachings, I will not be highlighting only on the negatives, uh, which is false prophecies, and so on. I will also be letting you know how to identify good prophecy. Is that okay? Because I don't want to magnify the devil so much and let him feel that he is winning. He's not winning. Righteous people are winning. Oh, come on. You didn't hear what I said. So today, today, I'll be dancing around three prophecies Projections and predictions. Prophecies, projections, and predictions. So, what I just did to the young man was a prophecy with prediction into his future in the next 18 years. That's what I have just done. Prediction. There are other predictions. Weather people, weather forecasts, predictions. They look at the weather, they look at their computers, they look at some, the climate change and they can predict and it comes to pass. It's not prophecy, it's prediction based on knowledge. A doctor can look at you when you tell him what is happening to you. The doctor can look at your face and say, my son, what you are describing is a very dangerous thing. The sickness is called this, blah, 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 blah. If you don't do this and that and that and that, you will see this and that and that and that happening to you. And within one year, this and blah, 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 blah. It will happen. Just as the doctor has said. Prediction. Based on his knowledge of medicine. There is a a man in America, since 1984, he has rightly predicted election after election who becomes president and is spot on. He doesn't miss it. He is not a prophet. He is not a man of God. He uses mathematics, statistics, and algorithm. The guy uses mathematics, statistics, algorithm to predict who becomes president. It, it, is, it is there prediction, not prophecy. There are ordinary unbelievers who have the gift of dreams. When they dream, it comes to pass. Time. Unbelievers. It doesn't make you a prophet. 
And that does not represent prophecy either. During the convention of saints, this one on Friday, the star witness and the star testimony is coming on Friday. And it has to do with the biblical prophetic numbers that I gave 31st December and how the numbers played in the life of someone battles and how the numbers helped him to come out. Powerful, powerful, powerful. After you hear that, you have to get ready for coming 2018, 31st December. There is something called biblical numbers. Prophetic numbers. It comes by gifts. He sent me a mail. He has a baby. He wants me to give the baby name. I said, look, I'm tired of people coming to ask me, give me baby, my name, baby, my baby name, give my baby name. I won't give baby name. I am going to show him the name the child was born with. So I said, what day was the child born? What is the date? What time was he born? So I demanded the day, the date, the time. Then I began to unfold to him how all the days, the time, everything are connecting. So I started giving him my link. Not WW link. Not Google link. Some Crunchyankra store of prophetic revelation. Then I said to him, your child is carrying this and that and that and that and that. So his name must mean this. So now go and look for names that mean this. Then he brought me three. When he brought me three, I said, choose this one. to me. I am teaching you right now so that when you give birth, you should know that the name your child is carrying. The text for today is Deuteronomy chapter 13 verses number 1 to 5. And we are going to read it and then I will unfold some things there and then we will move on to some deeper uh, realms. Deuteronomy chapter number 13 verse number 1. If there arises among you a prophet or a dreamer. Now other versions will say, if there arises amongst you a prophet or a visioner. Or somebody who sees vision. In those days, they prophesy by declaring as God has mandated them, as God has spoken. Or they prophesy by visions. So another word they will call them in those days is a seer. Saul asked the servant, is there a seer in this place that we can inquire where our donkeys are? And God says, if there arises among you a prophet or a dreamer or a seer and he gives you a sign, another word for sign is wonder. Another word for wonder is a miracle. Or another word is if he gives you a prophecy, a miracle, a sign, a wonder or a prophecy too. And the sign or the wonder or the prophecy comes to pass of which he spoke to you. Then after the prophecy has come to pass, he says, let us go after other gods which you have not known and let us go serve other gods. You shall not listen to his words. Listen to the word of God carefully. You will not listen to him even though he has just performed a miracle. Even though a prophecy he gave to you has come to pass. Even though he has just mentioned your mother's name and your mother's date of birth. Yet, if he now tells you something to do which is not 
commensurate with the word of God, you shall not listen to him. You shall not listen to the words of that prophet or that dreamer or that visioner. For the Lord God is testing you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. You shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice. You shall serve him and hold fast to him. Now verse 5, serious one. But as for that prophet or that dreamer or that visioner who had just performed the miracle, whose prophecy has just come to pass, he shall be put to death because he has spoken in order to turn you away from the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt and redeemed you from the house of bondage to entice you from the way in which the Lord your God commanded you to walk. So you shall put away the evil amongst you. Put him away. Kill him. And then by killing him, God is not saying the mob or the people who stone him, but he shall be sent to the court, the Levite court at that time, and they will judge him based on the things that he is teaching. So here is what God is saying. God is saying that don't be so moved by the miracle the prophet performs, by the things that he tells you which are true, by the miracle he has just performed, by the crowd that is following him. Judge every prophecy by his theology, his doctrines, his teachings, his understanding of the word of God. That's what the first one. Two, judge him by his character and attitude. Don't be moved by the miracle, the sign, the wonder. But the most important thing to judge about every prophet is his theology, his doctrinal understanding, his understanding of the word of God, his character and attitude. Those are the key things you look for. So, if God is not with this prophet, why is it that what he spoke came to pass? Why is it that he is able to perform miracle? Answer, simple. Simple. The meaning of prophecy is to declare, speak. The true prophet must speak what God has spoken to him only. Later on, we shall find out in... Second Peter chapter 1, which we shall be referring. The other false prophet also speaks what his mind tells him and what his master devil tells him. So what he has spoken can have two dimensions. Let's do the positive one first. He spoke positive, the false prophet. Spoke positive. Example. God is going to give you money and many houses but the money will kill you. You are also looking for money. Who doesn't want money? Who wants to remain in poverty? So as soon as he says you have money, say, I receive it. But what you do not know is that the money you are about to receive is going to be a trap to your death. So what he gave you will no longer become a prophecy. We shall call it projection. He projected into your future negatively with sweet words. I will come home. Next week, you understand. Next week, we shall look at the test case of people who went on radio making noise when the former vice president, Mr. Atta, died. Quickly, they started saying things like... <laughs> They said some former presidents will die and vice president will die. We have plenty of former presidents and we have plenty of vice presidents. Some chiefs and prominent kings will die. If they don't pray, they will die. If they don't pray, they will die. They should pray to who? To God. If God has decided to kill them, who will change God's mind? Then another technique. So, if they don't die, it means that prayers and sacrifices were offered. Who did the prayer? They. If the person died, then it means they didn't come to them for prayers. 
abotasi amoke mahote anyone who has projected negatively into your future in the name of prophecy i cancel i cancel i cancel abide clap your hands and shout in the name of jesus cancel oh please 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 don't don't don't, don't miss the main point if the prophet or the dreamer says it and it comes to pass even and you check the background of his theology and his doctrines and you go into his character and you discover that this guy is a manipulator reject everything that he tells you why should you reject because what is prophecy is leading to your destruction clap your hands and say in the name of Jesus anyone who has spoken You know why you are not praying? Because you think that it is only prophets who can mislead you. Prophets who can mislead you. Hey, we are talking about declaration. A certain woman has declared, a certain auntie, a certain uncle, a certain senior brother, a certain teacher, a certain friend. Clap your hands and shout in the name of Jesus. And the declaration that I know that I don't know. That which I heard. That which I didn't hear. As I clap my hands. I speak the word of God. Return to sender. Oh. Return to sender. Clap your hands and chase and cancel. Sprinkle the blood of Jesus. Against any satanic projection and prediction. In the name of prophecy. Your classmates. Your schoolmates. A family member. A work colleague. Use the blood right now. Use the blood right now. The Bible says it's appointed unto man to die once. And after that judgment. So as for death, it's not... It's not. What you and I are refusing... Is to die before our time when our time has not come. That's what we are refusing. We are not refusing death in its entirety. We are only refusing death. It will not come when we are not ready. It will not come when we haven't finished our... Clap your hands and shout, I shall not die. I will die at the right time. When I finish my assignment, clap your hands and chase away death from your, your family. We are a funny nation. We are a funny country. We are funny people. The devil is just taking advantage of your desire for the supernatural and your, your, your quest to know certain answers. And people are making money out of it and force people everywhere. We are funny people. John McCain has just died. The, the American uh, political veteran who has served in the American Senate for many years. He stood against Obama in the presidential election. Let me tell you how he died. Brain cancer. And he was going through treatment. When he saw that the treatment was not going to benefit, he asked the doctor to stop. Then they announced, John McCain has stopped cancer treatment, meaning that he is ready to die. He has finished his work. He is 82 years old. Finished his assignment. When they stop the treatment on Friday, Saturday, he dies. Before he dies, he started calling people who should read the tribute. And he started warning those who should not come his, to his. He called President Obama. And he said, hello, sir, your excellency. I have finished my work. I am about to go. Would you like to read the tribute for me? Obama said, sure. He called uh, George Bush. Sure. He called all the others. And then he told his wife, they should call the president of the current one. Uh, we don't want him in it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, these people. Ah, what, what country is this? 24 hours, he's gone. Suddenly, McCain is a hero after dying. 
now I, I have never been to their churches before, but I've been hearing them on radio, and so I can tell a few characteristics that you must know and then watch out and then know that they are very, very biblical and very uh, scriptural. So, number one, number one, not only their prophecies and their miracles, because as for that one, it can be projections. And, and once, I, I, I'll be showing you um, the advantage that they have over all the people that they are controlling. Remember, the prophecy is to declare and to speak. And so he's in a position to declare and to speak. And whatever he speaks and he declares always has cowed and controls the people that the people will always follow until something happens. And I'll be showing you what will happen in the end. Remember, God says, such a person must die. So I'm going to show you how their end will come. And maybe I'm prophesying, I don't know. Number one, some of these prophets have noticed one major characteristic that they have all bleached faces. <laughs> I, I, I noticed that they all have bleached faces. So number one, why should you bleach your face? If you were born dark, what are you trying to hide? Number one, you are trying to deceive people by your appearance. So, so you are not fair but you want to let people know that you are fair. It is deception. It's deception. Now, who is the greatest deceiver? The devil. The devil comes to us like he's a wolf in a sheep's clothing because he doesn't want you to know how wicked and how terrible he is. So, anyone that tries to hide your real self and you project another image, you are a bipolar person. You are double dual face character. You are character A today. In the next moment, you are character B. You cannot be read. You cannot be determined. You are a dangerous person. If your girlfriend is hiding something, I check your girlfriend out of your life. You will not marry a tiger who comes to you in sheep's clothing. Hey, your daughter. Hey, sweetheart. Hey, sweetheart. Go into the realms of the spirit and test all spirits. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 1. Believers, brothers, don't believe every spirit, but test every spirit because false prophets have gone into the world. Clap your hands and say, and a hypocrite hiding around me. By fire, get out. If you are black, you must be black. Why are you hiding your color? What do you have to hide? What do you have to hide? It is Satan at work because that's how Satan is. Satan is always deceiving and hiding. Oh, clap your hands and say, Any deception? Get out. Oh, I'm getting angry. I'm getting angry because many people have been deceived. Father, somebody say, My father, my father, deliver us from evil. Here is a, the, the next characteristic you should watch out for false people. Number two, they show off their wealth by heart. Show off their wealth. And you will remember, one person who has the characteristic of showing his wealth and boasting is the devil. He took Jesus Christ to the mountain and told Jesus Christ, if you bow down, see Jesus, you see all these ones, they are mine, they are mine, I have authority. If you bow down to me, I'll give them to you. Jesus said, get deep behind me, Satan. For it is written that you shall worship the Lord thy God, only him alone shall you bow down to. Stop boasting. The earth is the loss and the fullness thereof. Devil, this thing don't belong to you. It is the foolishness of men that they surrender these things to you. But that's why I have come. 
I will not bow down and buy these things from you. I will go to the cross and I will die. And when I resurrect, I will come to you in hell and I will ask you to submit the keys. I will restore these things to my people. Are you clapping? I said, devil, stop bossing. You are nothing. Clap your hands and sing it out. You are the living Lord. And there's no one like you. You are the living Lord. Oh, Jesus. My wife is here. And she knows I'm not lying. Oh, God will have to announce Himself. God will have to announce. God will have to show that He is God. Show that He's God. Sitting on radio and TV and boasting what you have. It's satanic. It's Satan who boasts. If the man prophesies and he performs signs and wonders and it comes to pass. After you see this other character of his, reject him. That's what the Bible is saying. Reject him. Clean. Because even the miracle, God is telling you, he's not inside the miracle. He's only exercising his authority over his domain. Because he's a principality. Another characteristic that you will see about false prophets. They are very arrogant. And they don't take corrections. They don't submit to anyone. Show me any of them and show me their spiritual fathers. Nothing. Because... Because if they have spiritual fathers, their spiritual fathers will rebuke them and check them and correct them. So because they want free range, no control, arrogance, ego at this highest, highest, highest pinnacle. And tell me, tell me the person who is proud and unrepentant and arrogant and tries to challenge the glory of God in heaven. Satan, Satan. They have plenty of rings. All the fingers. One covenant with a snake. One covenant with viper. One with cobra. One with mummy water. Are, are, are you learning some things today? Are you, are you going to help your brothers and sisters and your cousins? Very arrogant. Very disrespectful. They don't submit to authority. They don't respect elders. They, 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 they forget that the ministry that they are enjoying now, there were fathers who broke these grounds and toil for them. Let's continue. They mislead their followers to destruction. Number five, bloodshed is always the end of their ministry. Bloodshed. Bloodshed. True story. True story. 1978, a certain man of God rose up. His name is Jim Jones. He's an American citizen who started his church in the mid-50s somewhere in the, around, I think, Tennessee uh, area. Then he moved to California and settled in uh, San Francisco. And his church grew to thousands. Three reasons. Number one, he was moving in the prophetic, which you and I know that prophecies will come to pass, but God still says, stone them and kill them if you measure them on the other side and you find them wanting, which means the law, not you, but the law Number two, Jim Jones was also healing the sick, faith healing. So the people were coming. Number three, 
he exercised spiritual domain authority because the people had come to him. And once you come and submit your will, your soul, he begins. He now has jurisdiction, authority. Whatever he says to you in your life will come to pass. If he curses you, it will come to pass. If, Charlie, they, are, they, are, they can be powerful. Powerful. Believe me. Why? Because you have chosen to enter into their jurisdiction. You chose to go to their church. You chose to go and consult them. So once you do that, you submitted your soul. We, we, we are not teaching theories here. Practicals. Why? Because they have seen that you are desiring to hear from God. You, you want the counsel of God. You, 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 you are seeking answers. So quickly, they brought imitations and fake. To deepen your crisis. But you are going to look for the right toothpaste. And you are going to find the right seed. So that the police will not arrest you for carrying counterfeit CD. America Press started now prying into the ministry of Jim Jones. They started asking questions. Number one, they found out that some few people who left the church will go and tell what has been happening in the church. Number one, Jim Jones will not allow them to be talking to their relations. And their relatives. You, don't, you dare not go and say anything happening in the church. You will be beaten. You will be harassed. You will be disgraced. He will call in front of the congregation and give it to you hard and tell you you don't have faith in him. Another thing. If your family members start warning you. Yeah. This man. I don't. If you look at the Bible and the teachings I heard recently from Apostle General. This man is not of God. I can guarantee you the end of all of you is death, bloodshed, and destruction. Because God says, set persons must be killed. And if the Lord doesn't kill them, God himself will kill them. The moment Jim Jones hears that a relation or a good person has given you counsel, they'll cut you off from that person. So the press started writing about him into the newspapers. He saw that anytime soon, the laws of America will catch up on him. So what did he do? He told all his people, around this time, he had promoted himself. He has told them he's the Messiah. He's a prophet. He is the healer. He's the Messiah. He has bought their consciences. He's bought their soul, their spirit. He's controlling them, manipulating them. Around this time, everybody was helpless and helpless. If your relations are in such situations, I bring them out in the name of Jesus. Then Jim Jones went to Southern America into the country called Guyana and bought a huge acreage of land in the bush far away from the capital, Georgetown. And for three years, people were building a bush house, wooden structure. Connecting water, electricity. You know what he was going to do? He was going to give his people prophecy that everybody must leave their homes in America and travel with him to Southern America, Guyana, where they are going to build their own city and they will be free from any nuclear war that takes place in the world. In the world. And the people were so afraid to die. If North Korea decides to drop one nuclear bomb in Guyana, he cuts everybody off. He was able to fly 1,000 members, man, wife, children, all, to go and start building his new kingdom where he is the Messiah. It was there. That certain families in America started harassing the congressman in San Francisco. Somebody has taken our, our relations. Three years now, we have not heard from them. And if people are not doing anything in America, they put pressure. So this congressman then invited some newsmen and then contacted the American embassy in Guyana 
And then they gave him men. They were going on fact-finding mission. They landed at Georgetown. From Georgetown to Jonestown, where Jim Jones had had his village and his people, was three days' journey by truck. They arrived in Jonestown. And uh, there is a small airstrip over there. The others came by truck. Others came by helicopter. When the people saw the congressman, 20 of them said they won't stay in that bush anymore. They had grown lean because the guy was feeding them on cocoa oats and cocoa. And when you, we, you look back at America, prosperous nation, people are eating, you know, and he had brought these 1,000 people into the bush. He made them sell all their houses. And they paid the money to him. He sent the money to overseas account. At the time the camp was raided, they found in his room half a million U.S. dollars, 1978. Cash. Cash. The congressman and the media men came interviewed the people. There Jim Jones knew that his end had come. Because once the congressman and the newsman arrived in America, the next one is the American government is sending big, big, big aeroplanes with police and army force. They will surrender the place and they will rescue everybody out of the bush. He knew his end had come. He had police there, military there. He ordered the military to start shooting those who were running away. In the process, the congressman was shot. Four news people were shot. The 20 people were all injured. But they found their way into the bush, into the bush, into the bush. Some of them, one week, they were hungry, no food, no water, until they got to town. As soon as that was over, he announced on radio, he has a radio system in the whole camp. Everybody should gather. They are going to have communion. Now, the communion was drink mixed with cyanide. Cyanide is a type of uh, chemical poisonous, uh, very poisonous. And uh, first, he asked the mothers to give to the children. All the children drank. And then the children started crying. Mommy, it's painful, it's painful. Pam, before you die. Mommy, pam, you die. Then he was encouraging them. Go ahead. We are going to heaven. Go ahead. I'm the Messiah. This is the, oh, yeah? You should see the, the, the true. <laughs> False prophets are powerful. They can kill and destroy and scatter. They are they are operating in some realms. Until blood is shed, they are never happy. After that, he ordered the mothers to drink. After that, the fathers. You know how many people died? 900, 600 adults, 300 children under 17 years. When he finished, he shot himself. Now, let me explain to you why he shot himself. Now, they are so arrogant, they don't want to submit to any power. Because they define power as themselves. Pharaoh. Let my people go so that they'll go and serve me. Pharaoh told Moses, who is that God? Is there any other God but me? And he called his Jesus, come, come. Is there any God? You people didn't tell me. They said, the magician said, not my Moses. You are the only God. Hey, Pharaoh. Hey, Pharaoh. The day his firstborn died. And he carried the firstborn. And, and he said, why didn't you tell me that there is a God who can kill? I thought that was God. Tell them to go. Let them leave this country. Our God is more powerful than satanic manipulations. Oh, you didn't hear me say, my God and my God. Show up, show up, show up, show up, show up. They are in themselves authorities and powers. So when they discover that their end has come, the next thing they will do is they will end their lives, kill themselves. In their mind, they are being brave. But that is weakness. It's cowardice. If you know you have authority and you, are, you, have, you have power, why don't you face the authority? Any false prophet operating 
Watch. It's so difficult for the law enforcement to come in to want to do anything. Because anyone arrests, all their members will leave home and come and sit at the police station. They say, if you don't release him, we are not going. They will have confrontation with the police. And if the police does not exercise constraint, they must start using tear gas, rubber bullets, and it's going to be chaotic. Because their aim is always to make sure that everybody following them will die with them. They are cowards. They are weak people. They are timid people. And the reason why they boast with their wealth is because, number one, they are empty. They are uneducated. And when they see you educated people, they envy you because you have done mental in school, dictation, comprehension. You have failed exams. You wrote exams. You woke up in the night. You studied and you acquired some knowledge. This they don't have. So, the only thing that gives them fulfillment is to amass wealth. To show you that even though they don't have the kind of education that you have, they still have what you don't have. Money, wealth, buildings. Don't be intimidated. Don't be intimidated. It's show off. Boasting. It is empty barrels that make the most Be happy with where God has placed you. Be happy with where God is taking you. And have a vision and a dream for your life. And pursue after them gradually, daily, weekly, monthly, yearly. You will arrive where you are going. You will be rich without any policeman beating you. You will be rich without manipulating and cheating anybody. Clap your hands and shout, I receive it. Let the devil hear you and shout again and say, I receive it. see them with their money and their empire then they also think that that is the way tell somebody say God is fighting for the church tell somebody God is fighting for the church oh no no you are too quiet for me tell somebody say God is fighting for the church tell somebody God is fighting for us God is fighting for us can I hear somebody give me a big amen, amen. Don't, don't, don't be amused don't, don't envy them don't, don't, don't be intimidated it's emptiness. They are looking for something. They are also searching for something. Check their theology. Check their doctrines. Check their character. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 20. Read with a loud verse. Ready, go. Knowing first that no prophecy of scripture is of any private. In other words, prophecy is not a private matter. Prophecy is a message from God. You declare it as it is. Number two. It means that there are people who manipulate prophecies as though it is their own messages. So take note. Whereas there are true prophecies or messages from God, there are other prophecies that the person speaks by his mind. One. Two. He speaks declaring his authority over you because you have come to him. Three, he is not prophesy, he's projecting something into your life which will be evil and painful that will make you depend upon him for the rest of your life. We call it projection. According to Deuteronomy, all these things can come to pass, but they don't mean anything. Check the theology, check the doctrine, check his character. Check him. So that's the 21. 21. For prophecy never came by the will of man. No. Nor by the manipulations of man. No. Nor by the, the mind of man. No. But holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the spirit. So one of the hallmarks of a good prophet, a great prophet is holiness. How does he fear God? How does his work with God look like? Can you vouch for his integrity? 
He's passed. I, I thank God. Mama Rita and I will be 32 years in our marriage. And to the glory of God, I can say that I have been faithful to this woman sitting here. Two years of one wife, one girlfriend, one partner, one bedmate, one bathroom mate. May the Lord bless you with a good husband and a good wife. Clap your hands and shout, I receive it. Prophecy did not come by the mind or the will of man, but holy men spoke as the Holy Ghost gave them utterance. Holy men. One of the financial supporters of Royal House Chapel called me and asked that I should send um, uh, somebody to come and pick some money. And uh, that is uh, um, her contribution to Convention of Saints coming up. So, I announced it and the accountant was sitting there. And I said to the accountant, you know why I've announced it? I've announced it so that you start expecting that money. Because until this announcement, you didn't know that some money was coming. The money is between me and the caller. And the one that I'll be sending to go and pick the money. But the money is not mine. She says for convention of sins. And the convention of sins has an account. So let that money go there. And you know what? My wife and I, we have been taking care of all the convention of saints gets in the last 20 something years. We have never taken a dime from Royal House Chapel to pay for the food that our guests eat. Mama Rita and I, in this last 20 years, from our own resources, we feed all the people. Oh! Has God blessed me? Yes. I am satisfied with how far God has brought me, my family, my ministry. I will not complain. I, I, Lord, I thank you. If by your definition, sitting in a certain class of a car shows that God has blessed you, that's deception. You can sit in a very simple car, but you are blessed. Wear simple clothes, but you are blessed. You can be humble, but you are blessed. Watch everyone who is humble. Look at that beautiful woman here. All the things that she has achieved. Yes, she's humble. Why? Because she's not empty. She's a fulfilled woman. She has served a nation as a minister of state. You see somebody who is very boastful and talking plenty. The person is quite throw a beshele empty. It's empty. There is something missing in his life, and he's angry with society. So the only way to replace it is to amass wealth. If there is fake, the fake is there because there is original. Look for the original. for quick fix and quick miracles I prophesy as the Lord gives me utterance I, I make utterances as the Lord gives me utterance so <laughs> I never like boasting and showing off so that even when the Lord has not given me utterance I want to make utterance Jeremiah which I come to he said these people speak when I have not authorized them to speak because they are speaking their minds I trust that I've helped you with these teachings and I pray that by the time I finish your life will never be the same again. God will open your understanding and you help your brothers, your sisters, your cousins. Oh,
It is our fervent prayer that this message will have an effect on your life and will lift you to the place where you belong. Royal House Chapel International, touching our generation with the power of God. God richly bless you.